Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Anything that didn't get shovel, definitely icy this morning. We're starting out between 16 and 21 degrees. We'll top out between 22 and 29. So much of the day we're going to have to contend with the ice. We'll have a little bit of help, though with the sunshine, mostly sunny skies, and with the winds that will help to dry things out a bit. Our winds will be sustained at about 20 miles per hour this afternoon, gusting over 30. That will deliver wind chill temperatures in the single digits. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. Right now, we're looking at 23 degrees. You're waking up to in our nation's capital at 359. You're listening to WTOP. Washington's news, traffic, and weather station. WTOP News. Facts matter. And a good Saturday morning, January 20th. Welcome in. Indian Lane. Coming up, at least 71 deaths blamed on the severe weather moving through much of the nation this week. Here at home, several school systems closing down their buildings for weekend activities, canceling. We will give you the update this morning. A small plane's emergency landing closed this stretch of a local road. I'm Scott Gelman. Record Friday on Wall Street at the closing bell. The Dow was up 395, NASDAQ up 255, the S&P edged up 59. Good morning, 4 o'clock on WTOP. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Progressive Insurance. I'm Wendy Gillette. Temperatures are expected to feel as low as 30 degrees below zero in parts of the Midwest this weekend. Two weeks of winter weather have led to at least 79 deaths across the country. It's even chilly in some usually warm weather states. Central Florida's nighttime temperatures will be very un-Florida-like this weekend. WKMG-TV meteorologist Tom Sorrells. 29 in Gainesville, 31 Ocala, 33 the villages. Homeless shelters have opened up for more Orlando on north. Ocala Fire Rescue's Ashley Gomez says people need to be very careful with what they use to stay warm. You might turn to candles. You don't want to leave those candles burning during your sleep. First responders often say they worry about space heaters starting fires and other devices producing deadly carbon monoxide when people aren't used to trying to stay warm here. Peter King, CBS News, Orlando. Alec Baldwin is again charged with involuntary manslaughter for the shooting death on the set of his movie Rust. CBS News correspondent Jonathan Vigliotti has more. Since the shooting more than two years ago, the case against Baldwin has been a legal roller coaster. The indictment comes one year after he was initially charged. That charge dismissed last April. Everything about the moves in this case had to do with various analysis of the weapon itself. There are reports a grand jury is looking into the police response to the school shooting in Uvalde, Texas in 2022. The reports come one day after the Justice Department released its review, stating what it described as multiple failures on the part of law enforcement to properly respond to the shooting that killed 19 children and two teachers. It also follows renewed calls by the families of the victims to have law enforcement officers face criminal charges. One of the big questions is whether police do have criminal liability. At least five officers were fired after the shooting, including the school district police chief. Linda Kenyon, CBS News. The New Hampshire presidential primaries are this Tuesday. CBS's Caitlin Huey Burns on the Republican race in which former President Donald Trump remains the favorite over Ron DeSantis and Nikki Haley. Haley is a distant second in the polls and she's taking the gloves off, challenging Trump to tell the truth. When Trump says that I'm trying to kill Social Security, that is a lie. 
sales of previously occupied U.S. homes tanked last year to an almost 30-year low, a result of high mortgage rates. The National Association of Realtors says home sales totaled just over 4 million last year, a decline of nearly 18 percent from 2022. This is CBS News. Sponsored by Progressive Insurance. Drivers who switch and save with Progressive save nearly $750 on average. Call or click today and find out if we could save you hundreds on your car insurance. WTOP at 403. It's Saturday morning. It's the weekend, everybody. We've made it January 20th, 2024. Partly to mostly sunny today. Windy, very cold. Upper 20s actual temps, according to Veronica. Wind chills in the single digits. We're at 26 degrees, actually having dropped three, we're down to 23 in Washington right now. Good morning to you. I'm Dean Lane. We thank you for taking us along for your early morning ride. Topping the stories we're following for you as we roll into this 4 a.m. hour together on WTOP. Locally, we want to bring you up to date on that boil water advisory impacting homes and businesses in the region in northwest D.C. And some, we're told, in northeast D.C. this morning. Now, D.C. Water says you should not drink or cook with your tap water without first boiling it for at least one minute. That would be 60 seconds, of course. The earliest the advisory will be lifted, we're told, this weekend would be tomorrow, Sunday. We'll keep you updated here on your weather alert station. D.C. Water says the advisory is due, apparently, to a loss of water pressure on Friday. We'll gather more details and update it at 103.5 FM. Always updated, of course. A click away at WTOP.com, where the time now is 404. Even though the snow is over for now, road conditions may be a bit tricky this Saturday morning because of the freezing temps. 7 News First Alert Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson says this morning you should take it slowly. Our temperatures will be cold enough for many hours that anything that was wet will turn to ice. So you got to use extreme caution out there for your morning drive. Maybe you work a early morning shift. Again, reduce the speed. Just be very, very careful. We've got your full forecast in just minutes with traffic and weather on the 8s. Stay with us here at WTLP. Time now is 4.05. In other news this morning on WTLP, some school systems, as we said, shutting down this weekend. Updating what we have this morning for you this hour. We begin in Virginia this morning. Fairfax County, Loudoun County, Fauquier County, Spotsylvania County, Stafford County, and Arlington County Public Schools say all their buildings are closed. All activities canceled today, Saturday. Alexandria City, all school-sponsored athletics and student activities are postponed. To Maryland now, where we've learned that Montgomery County, Prince George's County, Howard County, Calvert County, Carroll County, and Baltimore County Public Schools are all closed Saturday as well. And Arundel County, all athletics, extracurricular activities, and professional development sessions may begin at 11 a.m. or later today. Again, keep it on your dial on your weather alert station WTOP will update you as we get new info. Jefferson County in West Virginia, we've heard from, also canceling all school-related activities this weekend. Full list always updated, as we say, click away at WTOP.com. In other news, at 4.06 Saturday morning, it's being called a miracle that nobody was hurt here. After a small plane made an emergency landing on the Loudoun County Parkway locally near Dulles Airport, happened Friday afternoon, no cars were hit by the blue and white plane, that came to a rest, actually, next to a guardrail with his propeller bent as it came to a stop. This morning, WTOP Scott Gelman tells us we don't know yet why it landed there in the first place. It was a Cessna 208 caravan plane, and the FAA says there were seven people on board when it landed here on the Loudoun County Parkway near Arcola Mills Drive just before 1 o'clock. 
None of the people on board were injured. The plane had just taken off from Dulles Airport. Virginia State Police say the pilot landed here without hitting any cars. Jesse watched it all unfold. It drove underneath the traffic light, um, got squirrely over here, and um, crashed into the guardrail. He stayed on the scene to make sure the passengers were okay. You know, it's kind of like, what is this real life? Many locals stopped by to take a look. I've never seen one so close in not an airport. Along the Loudoun County Parkway, Scott Gelman, WTOP News. WTOP at 407. Thousands of abortion rights opponents battling snow and cold temps for the first, the 51st March it would be for March for Life. Happened on Friday in the nation's capital. WTOP's Jimmy Alexander was there speaking to people on both sides of the issue who gathered along the National Mall. Father Rhett Williams traveled from South Carolina to attend his 13th March for Life. And he says there's a big difference this year in the post-Roe era. I think you see a, a lot less attendance. Well, today it's packed with snow, but it's a really a reversion to the state. So our, our attendance in the state rallies have been much heavier. Local abortion rights supporter Catherine McKinney said that she had a very simple reason for attending. I just want there to be a dissenting voice. And being out here when you've already accomplished your goals is a little rubbing salt in the wounds. From the National Mall at the March for Life, I'm Jimmy Alexander, WTOP News. How many times will you risk that dangerous climb in and out of the bathtub this new year? It's a smart resolution to convert that unsafe, ugly old bathtub to a gorgeous new shower. The shower system from PJ Fitzpatrick features a low, low entry that means no more tub hopping for 2024. A PJ Fitzpatrick shower is luxurious, affordable, and it all installs in just one day. Plus, PJ Fitzpatrick will include a free designer safety package this month. Visit TrustPJ.com for your free design consultation. Latest on the challenges in the Middle East coming up after traffic and weather and your money news. You're with Dean Lane on WTOP. Saturday morning, January 20th. Welcome in. It's 408. Michael and Sons heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Sons. Traffic and weather on the 8s, and when it breaks, 24-7 guaranteed. Traffic is always first for that. Good morning to Ken Berger in the WTOP Traffic Center. Thank you very much, Dean. The accident in the District Northwest that was on 16th Street at Newton Street involving a struck pedestrian has been cleared. All lanes are open now. No major lingering delays up and down 16th Street Northwest. And everything else is quiet in the district so far tonight. We do have that accident reported on southbound 95 in Beltsville in Prince George's County. This is right at the split to the Beltway. Some units have been dispatched. We'll let you know if they find any lanes that are blocked. But right now, not seeing any major delays as you come south of 212 to the Beltway. And on the Beltway itself, you're finding all lanes are open, no reported accidents, and certainly no work zones for this time of the night. And that's both in Maryland and in Virginia. Uh, everything is running clear. However, we do have some lanes blocked both sides of the George Washington Memorial Parkway in Virginia. One lane either way is open. This is a between Spout Run Parkway and the Beltway, partially because of the ongoing construction work as part of the long-term project up and down the GW Parkway, but also because they're having uh, dealings with some of the ice, especially in the center lane. They're clearing it away. So only the one lane is open, and there is no major delays. In uh, Oakton and Fairfax County, for the closure, both directions of Blake Lane between Trevor, Hill Stri- Trevor House Drive and Hibbert Street because of a down pull and wires in the roadway. That happened earlier this morning. Go electric to Fitzway, looking for an electric car. Try the new Subaru Solterra, Hyundai Ioniq, or Toyota BZ4X. State and federal incentives available. Go electric at Fitzmall.com. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic. Driving early this 
Saturday morning. Use extreme caution and reduce your speed. If it's shiny, assume it's ice. Our temperature is 16 to 21 degrees. We'll top out later today between 22 and 29 degrees with mostly sunny to partly sunny skies, but wind chills in the single digits. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. 26 degrees and holding in our nation's capital. Brought to you this time around on WTOP and the 4 a.m. hour by Long Fence. Save 25% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest financing. Terms and conditions do apply. Check them out. Go to longfence.com. WTOP at 410. And we bring you money news at 10 and 40 past. Jeff Claybaugh here this early hour. To wrap your business with. The long plan closing of the Boston Macy's announced Friday. Liquidation sales start immediately. Ford will cut production of its F-150 Lightning truck, but boost production of the Bronco and Ranger. The Washington Business Journal says a 120-year-old Logan Circle Church is being marketed for possible conversion as condos or a hotel. The Dow and the S&P 500 index closed at record highs Friday. It was the S&P 500's first record in two years. Jeff Clayball, WTOP News. WTOP News time, 411. Good morning. Glad you're with us here at WTOP. This is McGruff the Crime Dog, and I need you to help me take a bite out of crime. Counterfeit products are popping up everywhere. If you think buying them is harmless, think again. Counterfeits are usually made with hazardous and even lethal ingredients that could harm you and others. And the money you paid, it goes right into the hands of criminals. Remember, if you don't know where the products came from, how could you know where the money goes? You're smart. Buy smart. Go for real. Learn more at McGruffPSA.org. This message is brought to you by the United States Patent and Trademark Office and the National Crime Prevention. Stay up to date with WTOP News and 7 News First Alert Weather. You're with Dean Lane on WTOP. Black men are the most likely Americans to die from lung cancer, and black people develop the disease earlier in life than others. Federal guidelines have nearly doubled the number of black Americans eligible for lung cancer screening. Insurance companies are required to cover these tests for those ages 50 to 80 who smoke or used to smoke. If that's you, talk to a doctor about lung cancer screening. For more information and to find a screening center near you, visit acr.org slash mylcs. That's acr.org slash mylcs. Many veterans in active duty military have invisible wounds like PTSD, post-traumatic stress disorder, depression, and anxiety. Help Heal Veterans offers them medicine that doesn't come in a bottle. By providing free therapeutic craft kits, time-tested healing tools for invisible wounds that can help relieve pain and improve mobility and fine motor skills. HealVets.org. Healing the invisible wounds of war through creativity. HealVets.org. Sponsored by Help Heal Veterans. It's Saturday morning, January 20th. Thanks for starting your weekend with us. If you're just rising with us and just joining us, partly to mostly sunny, you can expect it to be today windy and cold. Some of the coldest temps so far in the season, according to Veronica, throughout this weekend. Upper 20s, actual high wind chills feel like the single digits. We are at 26 degrees in our nation's capital at 413. Good morning. This is WTOP News. This Saturday morning, we turn to the latest here at WTOP on the crisis in the Middle East. President Joe Biden and Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu finally have spoken by phone after a glaring, nearly month-long gap in their direct communication, actually. They spoke earlier on Friday. Netanyahu has repeatedly rebuffed President Biden's calls for Palestinian sovereignty. Netanyahu said just this week, in fact, he has told U.S. officials in plain terms he will not support a Palestinian state as part of any post-war plan. 
This morning, Daniel Byman, Senior Fellow with the Transnational Threats Project at the Center for Strategic and International Studies. So it's no secret that there's uh, no love lost between these two leaders. Um, Netanyahu's in a difficult political position after October 7th, and many Israelis blame him for the disaster. And part of what he's trying to do is shift the issue to the question of, do you trust the Palestinians? And by making this public with President Biden, he's trying to rally Israelis to his side and saying, basically, I'll never let Israeli security rest on the Palestinians. Is this also largely about the trauma the Israelis suffered October 7th, that there's just no way right now to conceive uh, because of the pain that, that so many people are feeling that you would have the Palestinians govern themselves in terms of Israeli security? So that's what Netanyahu's uh, trying to play on. Uh, Israelis are devastated both by the death toll and the atrocities committed. Uh, but they're wrestling with the broader question of who's going to govern Gaza. And they don't have a good answer to that. And the one the Biden administration is proposing is some form of Palestinian rule there. All types of reports have cropped up. I don't have to tell you as you study it so closely. Reports cropping up about dissent within the Israeli war cabinet. What is important for those of us to know who are not looking at it at close range? So the war cabinet's a little different than what you might expect in a U.S. system where it is often composed of uh, political leaders from different parties and different persuasions. So disagreement is not a surprise. But you're seeing very strong views and very different views on questions of should there be a lasting ceasefire, which is probably the most important current question. And a lot of that's driven by how Israel should um, handle the return of the over 100 hostages that Hamas is believed to hold, where some saying it should be prioritized and others saying the military campaign should be prioritized. Well, I've talked about the atrocities that the Israelis suffered in early October, and we always want to keep that in mind as we look at the, the whole scenario. But as you well know, the news is still filled with the images of Palestinian children dead or wounded, the situation in Gaza, dire starvation, hospitals struggling just to save a few people uh, if they can. Where is the international community now on this? They, they seem to be very much against Israel uh, in regard to Gaza. Uh, that's absolutely correct. Uh, there was always most of the international community was uh, very critical of Israel for its treatment of the Palestinians, especially in the West Bank. And with the Israeli military campaign resulting in many civilian deaths and the true and, and horrendous humanitarian crisis that's beginning in Gaza, there is a lot of criticism of Israel around the world. What's next? Do we know? Do we know when this thing will end in terms of the military activity in Gaza specifically? Israeli military leaders say they want to continue the campaign for months, but there's a lot of international pressure, and there's a question of a ceasefire is necessary if Israel wants some of the hostages released. So this could go either way. Daniel Byman, Senior Fellow with the Transnational Threats Project at the Center for Strategic and International Studies and a conversation with our Dimitri Seldin. Outlook Saturday morning at the top stories we're following for you here at WTOP. Uh, locally, a boiled water advisory is now in effect for people in a large part of upper northwest D.C. Saturday morning. A Texas prosecutor convenes a grand jury to investigate police inaction in the Uvalde school shooting that left 21 dead, mostly children. And word that actor Alec Baldwin is facing this morning an involuntary manslaughter charge for the 2021 shooting death of Elena Hutchins. 
the cinematographer on the sets of the movie Rust. Stay with WTOP for more in just minutes. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. Are you a family with child medical expenses and looking for relief? United Healthcare Children's Foundation is here to help. They offer medical grants that financially help families cover costs that are not covered or not fully covered by their commercial health insurance. So far, the United Healthcare Children's Foundation has awarded more than 34,000 grants worth more than $70 million. You don't need to be insured through United Healthcare to qualify. Visit grantsforkids.org. That's grantsforkids.org and apply for a grant today. Saturday morning, January 20th. Thanks for starting your weekend with us at 418. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks 24-7, guaranteed on WTLP. Traffic is always first. For that, Ken Berger is with us this morning in the WTLP Traffic Center. Southbound 95 in Beltsville, right over by Paint Branch Park, right at the split to the Beltway. Watch out for accident activity. There is some congestion on the ramp, both to the inner loop and the outer loop of the Beltway over up there in the northeast. So just use a little bit of caution. It looks like, however, there are lanes open, so the delays are there, but they're not quite so severe. This is coming south of 212. The northbound side of 95, leaving 495, heading up to Baltimore, running in the clear. And you'll find no major issues on 295 from the Capitol heading up to Baltimore. Route 1 and 29 also clear heading to the north. No major issues on 270 from North Bethesda in Montgomery County heading up to Frederick in Frederick County and then you'll find no delays as you make way westbound on 70 from Frederick heading out past Hagerson and on into the Panhandle. However, just be aware of some icy conditions still reported over in the Panhandle. Also multiple areas uh, both eastbound or east and west of the Beltway, especially outlying areas, side streets, bridges, ramps, overpasses, as uh, they do freeze first before the main roadway. So again, be be aware of possible icy conditions. We still have the utility problem knocking the pole and wires down on eastbound 198 in Laurel. This is at 4th Street. Eastbound side closed. Westbound side, however, is open. Unhappy with your business banking relationship? FVC Bank is customer-focused, safe, and secure. Switch your business banking to FVC Bank today. That's FVCBank.com, member FDIC. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic. Coming right up this Saturday morning after traffic and weather. Are D.C. police linking innocent people to gang activity? I'm Michelle Morello. A very cold Saturday ahead with temperatures here early this morning. About 16 to 21 degrees. Later today, 21 to 29 degrees across the area. It's going to be sub-freezing all day long. And the winds are going to be ramping up with some sustained winds at about 20 miles per hour, gusting to 30. Our wind chill temperatures all day in the single digits. That's really frostbite kind of weather right there in just 30 minutes. So cover up if you're going to be watching any games outdoors today, doing anything, even shoveling, uh, cleaning uh, off the ice maybe from around your home. I'm 7 News, Chief Meteorologist. Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. You're waking up to 23 degrees in Upper Marlboro, 24 in Woodbridge, dropping a degree 25 in our nation's capital, where the time now is 421 on WTLP. Good morning. Glad you're with us. You have a plan for the day, right? But that usually changes by lunchtime. Then changes again before dinner. It's the same with breaking news. New information just coming in. We're just getting word. Breaking developments from Capitol Hill this morning. Don't miss what's happening in the Washington region. Keep up with the changes. Check back with WTOP for the latest two, three, four times a day. WTOP News. Facts matter. And on that morning when I wake up You're with WTOP and Dean Lane The Washington region Where the news changes faster than a teenager's mood Hi mom, leave me alone 
If you want to keep up, keep checking back with WTOP two, three, four times a day. WTOP News. Facts matter. This is WTOP News. It was last year Alexandria City Council unanimously voted to end the single-family-only zoning, all as part of an effort to increase affordable housing in the city. But now the city is being sued, we're told, by an Alexandria Civic Group on the issue created last year to preserve single-family neighborhoods. In this particular lawsuit, we are told the group argues the Northern Virginia City violated its charter at that time, as well as the Virginia Constitution, by loosening rules on what can be built in the more suburban residential areas of the city. The group also says the city failed to show how ending single-family zoning would, in the end, result in less expensive housing options or boost resident diversity. If D.C. police have you in their gang database... Does that mean you're actually in a gang and committing crimes? In a new report this week, an activist group claims the database is unreliable, plagued with inaccuracies, and is secretly monitoring residents. There are six criteria on how you get on the D.C. gang database, and they are not based off of criminality. Carlos Andinos with the Washington Lawyers Committee for Civil Rights and Urban Affairs, which authored the report. They are based off of associations, meaning if you are observed associating with somebody who the police already have on their D.C. gang database, you too can be placed on it. Even, he says, casual associations like a chat with a neighbor at the mailbox. But D.C. Police Chief Pamela Smith defended the gang database in a statement saying the identification of high-risk members and the validation of specific individuals as high-risk members are pivotal to supporting the criminal justice ecosystem and safeguarding our communities. Michelle Morello, WTOP News. A 14-year-old boy has now been charged with murder in connection with the stabbing death of a 17-year-old boy locally in Fairfax County last weekend. It happened last Saturday. The young suspect who was hurt during the incident for May hospitalized this weekend in police custody as well. Fairfax County Police are asking anyone who might have info about what happened here to contact them as soon as possible. A private U.S. company's failed moonshot ends with a fiery plunge over the South Pacific. Astrobotic technology confirmed that its lunar lander broke apart as it re-entered Earth's atmosphere Thursday. A fuel leak shortly after liftoff from Florida last week had nixed any chance of a moon touchdown. The company then took steps to destroy its crippled lander to protect other spacecraft. It was the first U.S. lunar lander in more than a half century. The Peregrine Falcon made its way all the way to the moon's orbit before doing a U-turn and hurtling back towards Earth. Another U.S. lunar lander is set to blast off next month, built and operated by Houston's Intuitive Machines. NASA paid millions of dollars to the two companies to fly its experiments to the moon as part of an effort to commercialize lunar deliveries ahead of the arrival of actual astronauts. I'm Lisa Dwyer. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. Sports at 25 and 55. WTOP Sports Time 425. Here's Rob. Georgetown's hot shooting first half didn't extend into the second half. Xavier blowing a 14-point lead to lose a 92-91 heartbreaker to drop their third straight game. Jaden Epps led the Hoyas with a game-high 30 points and added 11 assists in defeat. Down in Richmond, VCU won their third in a row, 85-61 over St. Louis. Joe Bamasil had a game and season-high 29 points off the bench. He knocked down 7 of 10 shots from three-point range. The Capitals face off in St. Louis with a done deal for Alexi Protis, who signed a five-year contract extension worth $16.8 million. The 23-year-old forward has the third most assists on the team with 15.